Hello and welcome again, everybody, to our Trainline podcast. Today, my co-host is Matthew. Matthew, how are you? Stefan, I'm fine, thank you. How are you? I'm doing good, thank you. I'm excited about this podcast. Um, we've done this is the second one of a series of three, and it's a topic that I really enjoy. What? Yeah. What are we going to be talking about? What's the What's the topic, Matthew? Let's refresh refresh our mind a little bit. <laughs> well, we're focusing in on business and especially business telephone calls. So taking and making phone calls, receiving messages, all of that is what we're going to be looking at today. That's true. So on the first series, we, we spoke about how to receive a telephone call, how to make one, you know, those first words of introduction, how to answer the phone, um, how to introduce ourselves ask for someone, giving reasons for calling, a bit of small talk, dealing with bad connections, and then dealing with wrong numbers. That's what we did in the first episode. Today, we are going to, we have slightly less information, less topics to cover, but still, I think they are more important. The first one is taking messages, okay? Taking messages. So when would we do this, Matthew? In what situations would we take a message? So the person calls and they're asking for, to speak with someone in particular, and that person is not available. Maybe they're in a meeting or they're just not in the office that day. So now we need to take down the information to record a message. Perfect. That's true. So a way of doing this is saying, for example, I'm sorry, he's not available at the moment, or he's not here today. Can I take a message? Um, if we want to give the reason we can we can say i'm sorry he is in a meeting or i'm sorry he's on another phone call okay so can i take a message or would you like to take a message but if we don't want to say why we don't want to give the reason why we just say i'm sorry she is not available or he is not available that's all we need to say we don't need to specify, oh, they're on holiday. Sorry, Matthew's on holiday this week again, so um, <laughs> he won't be able to attend. Can I give him, can I take a message and give it to him in three weeks' time when he's back from his holidays? <laughs> wow. Oh, man, Stefan, I, I, I wish it was like that. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Me too, Matthew. <laughs> Any other thing we could, we could say maybe to, to take a message? Um, I like this phrase that I like to, to use, and perhaps for learners it's a strange one, but in English we can say, I'm afraid. I'm afraid. No? But the, the, the meaning here is that um, I would like to do something, but I, I can't. So, so I'm afraid the person is not available. I'm afraid Stefan is having a coffee and he can't come to the phone. Can I take a message? <laughs> Great. That's true. I'm afraid is very good. Um, it's we use it when we are about to give bad news. Mm. Yeah? So I'm afraid Matthew's not here. That's bad, bad news, you know, when Matthew's not here. So that's true. Um, when we want to take, when we want to get the persons, uh, when, when they want to leave a message, then we need to get their information, okay? So if we haven't done it yet, we can ask, could I ask who's calling, please? Um, and then we can get that, write down their information then what can we say, Matthew, if we want the person to feel at ease, as in, okay, yes, they are going to give him this message? Because right. sometimes we, we have an urgent message, and what can we tell the other person to feel relaxed? Like, don't worry, this message will arrive. 
Yeah, it's important because the person obviously will feel a little bit maybe anxious that they haven't been able to accomplish the purpose of their call. So we can say, um, I'll let the person know as soon as he's available, or I'll pass on your message as soon as he gets back. Yes, perfect. That's That will help the person feel that, oh, these, the, this company is professional. They, they know what they're doing. That's great. Okay, next one. That's for taking messages. Now, what about the opposite, leaving messages, okay? Sometimes they won't offer to take a message, but we can take initiative, okay? And we can say something like, could you please take a message? Or could you please tell him? And then we just say what we want to to say. Um, What else could we say, Matthew? Yeah, so it's good, Stefan, to do that, to take the initiative if uh, if the person's not there. We could say, okay, um, I'd like to leave. I'd like to leave Stefan a message about and then try to be as specific as possible with what the message is about, about tomorrow's meeting. Or I'd like to leave Stefan a message about a change to our appointment. Um, I think if we keep it simple and specific, there's more chances that the message will be delivered. Yeah, that's true. We don't want to leave a leave a right write down and start dictating a paragraph <laughs> or a letter. <laughs> then we would send an email. It's kind of like subject lines on emails. Yeah, where we, we write the email and then we want a short, very specific subject line. That's kind of the messages we we would want to leave. Um, okay, another way, another thing we could call is: uh, Could you tell him that I called? That's a, that's a message. Tell him I called. Could you tell him that I called, please? Or could you tell him to call me back, please? Okay. Uh, that's also a message when we're asking the other person to call back. Yeah, that's a good one because it, it gives the, the feeling that there's an important message or there's something urgent that we need to talk about. So please, can you tell him to call me back? That's true. Great. Okay. Next one, number three, asking when somebody will be available, okay? So sometimes we just, we don't want to leave a message, <laughs> okay? But we want to call back again. So we need to ask, okay, so when, when will Jonathan or Pete be available? So how, how can we do this? Yeah, again, nice and simple. Just the question that you mentioned there, Stefan, really, is it asking, okay, when, when is Mrs. Smith available? Or when is a good time to call back? Perfect. Or when will she be back? When will he be back? And then when they tell us, okay, thanks. I will call. I will call back later. Okay. So we we are trying to to learn sentences that are more business business orientated. I mean, we can ask when when is she coming back? Okay, but. That doesn't sound very polite or, or business style. So we would like to ask, okay, when will it be a good time for me to call back? Or when will she be available? That, that kind of questions. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's continue. Next one, point four, asking for information. When we are asking for information, it's important that we are polite. So to be polite, we use model verbs like could or may, may I ask? Could you please? Things like that. Could you give us some examples, Matthew, of, of some of these questions? 
Yeah, Stefan. So we need to get information from somebody who's calling. A nice way of doing that would be asking, could I ask what company you're with? Or may I ask, who do you represent? Or perhaps if we need some specific contact information, we might say to the person, um, could I ask for your mobile number, please? That's true. Great. And and here, we I think we should repeat uh, some of the structures from the from the previous podcast, from podcast number nine. And um, we said things like, I'm calling to ask about your new, I don't know, your new program. Could you please, okay, so we can, we can give an introduction to the question. Or for example, I'm calling to discuss the new project management. Uh, may I speak with, or may I have the details or the deadline, the, any other question um i wanted to ask also sweet and simple mm. or as we said could you tell me that's the um those are the easiest ones yeah they're easy to remember and they sound professional and polite that's true okay another one number five this is the one i like asking the other person to repeat information and matthew why is it important to we, we said at the beginning of these podcasts that that people are they're in business, they are they're busy, and we are busy. So why should we ask them to repeat information? Well, it's important, Stefan, because otherwise it leads to confusion, and we may have to call back asking the same question. So we want to make sure we've understood clearly. And I think something you mentioned as well, Stefan, um, often English in business is used by people who perhaps both parties are not native speakers. So maybe then it's easy for confusion to, to creep into the conversation. So we don't want to feel embarrassed or shy to ask the person, please, can you repeat that just to make sure we understood correctly? That's true. And also the information is usually important information, like, for example, telephone numbers. If I have to contact you back for... We said, leave a message. Can can he call me back, please? Could he call me back? Sure. What's your telephone number? And then I write it down incorrectly. Now that's a customer that we've lost, probably, or someone who's lost out on something. And then also, or imagine an account number, a bank account number. If those details are incorrect, well, then, then there's a big problem. Um, so we need. There are certain things we can do to avoid these problems. Okay. So one of them, for example, when we write down names, okay, um, how should we do it? For example, if you want to give another person your name over their phone, how do we usually do that? Okay. So if you giving your name, of course, first you would say your name, but then you could also spell it for the person so they understand clearly. And if we're receiving the call we can ask the caller to do that for us. So maybe they say, okay, my name, what's your name? My name is, is Mr. Johnson. Oh, please, could you spell that for me? Perfect. Or how do you spell that, please? Um, and in this question, how do you spell that? Um, it might sound like, oh, he doesn't know how to write English. But when you add the please at the end, uh, how do you spell that, please? You're like it's the same it's like an invitation yes. could you spell that for me great so not just names but addresses or any other important words um and then to check 
we can say, let me see if I got that right. Or let me repeat that to you. Or let me say that again. Okay, and then we, again, we need to spell it. Hey, Matthew, what if someone spelled something really fast? Because I've, I've, had, I've had experience with, uh, with uh, foreign language speakers in English, and they, they spell super fast. <laughs> what could we do then if they like if they spell like my name is s-t-e-f-a-n Oof. and then what do we do whoa okay so then again we don't want to feel embarrassed about asking the person please could you spell that again uh but a little slower or please could you slow down when you spell that so yeah. it's like you said, it's important to get the get the correct information. And if we need to ask a person to repeat or to slow down, then there's no problem. That's true. Great. And now here we can just uh, remind people, uh, remind our listeners, when we're giving telephone numbers, okay, it's slightly different to other languages, we want to give the numbers one by one, okay? So that's uh, five, six, nine, two, one, eight, like that. Also, if we remember, it's not, it's not a zero. We say O for zero. Mm -hmm. And then we have double two or triple two. Okay? So those are things to, to remember when we're giving telephone numbers. Okay. Um, great. What if the person gives, for example, gives us their name, but we didn't understand the first name exactly. Is there any other examples or any other sentences we can use? Yeah, there's a nice sentence we can have in mind. Um, sorry, I didn't catch your first name. I didn't catch your first name. And it's a friendly way of asking the person, please, can you repeat what you said? Yes. Sometimes they don't. Maybe sometimes the, the caller doesn't give their name. We forgot to ask their name. And at the end of the conversation, it's a nice way to say, sorry, I didn't catch your name. Um, it's just telling them, we haven't spoken about this. <laughs> Can you please give me your name? Okay, great. Well done. Okay, in the next podcast for Business English Telephone Conversations, we will be speaking about making arrangements, asking for suggestions, making requests, promising action, saying you cannot help, can't help, and ending the call. Okay, so we'll be looking forward to the third podcast of Business English Telephone Calls. But first, before that, Matthew, what if one of our students wants to practice this or have a one-to-one -one lesson? Where should they go to find the telephone number and call? Oh, there's only one place to go, and that is the webpage, uh, www.campus.trainlang.com. Uh, get across to that webpage. There's lots to see there. Not only the business telephone calls that we've been speaking about, but also all other manner of... Uh, of techniques of learning English, one-to-one, -one, group, webinars, loads. So get across and check it out. Exam preparation also. We have some, some good lessons on how to write essays, how to write articles, how to answer questions. So there's lots of information there. And, and we have great teachers at TrainLine. <laughs> okay, Matthew, thank you for joining me today. And I'll see you in the next podcast of Business Telephone Calls Part 3. Thank you, Stefan. See you soon. Bye-bye.